Welcome back to the Hot Tip Bets Daily Picks Show for UFC Vegas 34. Got a pretty decent card on slate for this one. Looks to be an exciting one, so let's just jump right into it. I'm Looking at Alexander Protegia taking on Brandon Roval. Protegia, you know, a very good flyweight fighter. Both these guys are great flyweight fighters. Um, and this card or this fight could actually, you know, be a co-main event, even a main event, I think, potentially on, on some cards. But um, if this isn't fight of the night, I don't know exactly what Bill. Pantaja comes into this one 23 and 5 in his pro career, Roval 12 and 5. Um, and both these guys kind of have had different experiences getting here, no doubt. Um, you know, Pantaja enters this fight over after his win over Manuel Cap, which was a very, you know, good win there he's a very experienced fighter much more experienced fighter coming into this one Roval, you know loses to brandon moreno coming into to this fight and was last one had a nice four fight win streak before that um but really we've seen when he's taken that step up in competition like he did against moreno there he just doesn't quite do well his fight resume is, is is not great in that aspect um and he tends to just struggle against better opponents but for Roval, he is a pretty decent striker you know he's gonna come out he's gonna gonna throw some heavy punches definitely Definitely. Um, but for Botasia, he's not going to, I don't think that's going to affect him a whole lot. You know, um, Protegia is just the the more silent and patient fighter. He's going to wait for his opportunity. He's not going to try and cause chaos. And that's what Raval is going to do. He's going to try him out, try and cause chaos, cause as much destruction as possible and try to win the fight that way. Um, for Botasia, though, I think he's going to want to get this fight to the ground. You know, he is the more experienced fighter um, and he is very good on the ground. He's a very strong fighter. Um, and really, he's does a great job at closing distance closing distance and just waiting for his opportunities some great combination punches that help him you know get to that and if we're being honest he's just a very well-rounded fighter you know eight ko's eight submissions seven decision victories you can't get much more well-rounded than that i absolutely love when i see a fighter who you know basically if you look at all three you know methods of victory it's all like identically on how many they have i love to see that you know that means they're they're utilizing a wide variety of different skill sets and that's what we've seen potasia do here for Roval, you know, his Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a pretty good background there. You know, Potasia, though, um, not bad with his styles either. Um, and his submission game, I think, for Roval is probably the best fact of victory for him. You know, an eight of his 12 wins have come via submission. So we know that's what he's going to want to try and do. But really, I think he just struggles in this fight. I think Pantaja, you know, gets the, <laughs> gets the best of him here. Even though I expect this to be a great fight, I like Pantaja to win at minus 170. Now, the next fight on the card, Chase Sherman taking on Parker Porter. Got a heavyweight matchup here. Chase Sherman, 15-7 and seven in his pro career. Parker Porter, 11-6. and six. And for Sherman, had that disappointing loss um, to Orlowski in his last fight, you know, it wasn't a great one, but if we're being quite honest, this should be a major step down in competition for Sherman. Um, but before we take a look at Porter, you know, Porter did, we'll, we'll go look at him right now, did lose his, um, or not lose, he won his last fight against Josh Parishman. Um, he looked like a very, you know, good fighter in that one. But for Sherman, you know, we've seen him have a couple stints here in the UFC at this point. And he's hoping that this, you know, run now is going to be better than 2016. Um, I believe he's 1-1 one one in his current run here, 3-6 and six in the UFC all time. So, definitely not the the performance or the the run he's wanted in the ufc he's definitely going to want to step that up um but he's kind of just a ko specialist you know looking at his 15 wins 14 of those have come via ko or tko so only one win via decision so this is a guy who is every time he gets in the ring looking to either knock you out or get himself knocked out and that's really what he's you know done for the majority of career um 
so he's going to want to finish the fight here and i think he does have a pretty good path to do that against porter um you know the five or four inch height advantage the three inch reach advantage should definitely help him there and while he is five years younger you can't really say it lacks experience compared to Porter. You know, he's been in more fights, if, if that's how you want to look at that. Um, you know, he's had a pretty decent stint in the UFC a couple of times now. Um, for Porter, though, he is a strong fighter. He's a hard guy to grapple with, especially because of the size. However, I don't know that that's going to be, you know, maybe a little bit of a clinch, you know, a little bit on their feet. I don't expect these guys trying to engage like that a whole lot. I definitely don't really expect either one of these guys to try and take it to the ground. That's just not the style that I really see these two big boys going after. I think it's more of a boxing style. Stand there, throw punches, try to knock each other out. Um, and for Porter, he does have the volume striking. So that's definitely going to be something that Sherman's going to have to protect himself against. But for Sherman, he is a very fast striker. So it, it, I think it's volume versus speed is kind of the, the what we're looking at here. And he is a solid, solid boxer, has an extremely lethal left hook. We've seen him knock multiple guys out with it. Um, and for Porter, well, he does also have some good combinations. I just don't know that he has the the same amount of power that Sherman has. I think Sherman's power is kind of unraveled, unrivaled in this fight. The only real downside for Sherman, um, besides maybe the volume, would be his gas tank. It's not great. If the longer this thing goes, the less chance I think we have of cashing this ticket. Um, really, I think Sherman's got to knock him out in the first round, maybe the second round, um, to get that here. Because if this thing goes to decision, I would almost certainly guarantee you that Porter's going to win the fight simply because of his volume striking versus Porter's or versus Sherman's, you know, power striking. So um, I think we do see a pretty quick KO here in this fight. If somehow you know it lasts all three rounds, I would give the edge to Porter. Um, but I really do think Sherman gets the KO victory probably in the first round so taking sherman minus 190 in this fight and finally taking a look at the co-main event clay gouda taking on mark madsen you know gouda 36 and 20 in his pro career has a ton of experience madsen comes into this fight undefeated 10 and 0 in his career and he had a big time victory over austin hubbard in his last fight looked very good there and like we were talking about earlier on this card love well-rounded fighters and madsen is one of them three kios three submissions and four decisions in his career for gouda comes into this one after his win over michael johnson um and well gouda is definitely a very experienced fighter we know we've seen him site all over the map you know charles Oliveira a few fights ago um he's fought you name it he's probably fought him on this roster but he has really struggled against better opponents you know the 20 losses there there's there's some notable names within those losses so um definitely not something to just write off all together um and both these guys are decent wrestlers however i think madsen has the huge huge edge here um granted you don't want to just be blinded by the olympic silver medal obviously you know winning that back in 2016 in rio was huge for him and it's kind of you know that was a lot of his career was was more wrestling than fighting obviously you know i think he's like 36 years old only 10 fights you know he started late in the game but he is just a wrestler pure and through you know that's that's what he's going to do he's going to try and get your taken down and he's done a great job of it from all the fights we've seen of him so far he is just the much stronger fighter in my opinion coming into this fight um and he's really good at just controlling his opponents getting him to the ground when he wants them um and really just not letting him up ground and pound from there you know i think that's probably his best strategy for this fight is 
get Gouda to the ground and just pound it out of him and just keep punching him. Um, for Gouda, like we said, got to keep this fight on the feet. Even though he is a decent wrestler, he's just not going to compare on the ground with Madsen in this fight. Um, and unfortunately for Gouda, his takedown defense is not the best. You know, he's, he really struggles in that area. Um, if he can somehow keep this thing on the feet, though, I think he can definitely rely a little bit more on his striking. Well, Madsen's not the, the worst striker in the world. Madsen definitely has some power in his fists, too. Um, he's definitely not as good of a striker as he is a wrestler, obviously. Um, and Gouda's chance to victory is probably better there. Really, for Madsen... I think we could easily see a submission victory in this fight. I think that this is kind of what he's gonna gonna try to go for. Maybe the you know the KO on the ground too is obviously there for the taking. Um, but either way, I think he gets the victory somewhere on the ground. I think he finishes him somewhere on the ground. And if not, just ground and pound his way to a decision victory on the ground. Um, I think we could also see that. I just don't see a whole lot of pass to victory for Gouda here. Um, and really for Madsen, you know, he might, it, it, it might just be wrestling. It might not be the most entertaining fight to watch, but honestly, this is one of the, the more confident picks I have on this card and really one of the more confident picks I've had on any UFC card here in a while. So I think Madsen stays undefeated here and gets the win over Gouda. I like him minus 158. That is it for UFC Vegas 34. If you want to see picks for all of the UFC fights, head over to hottipbest.com. Check out the computer model picks over there. Also, if you're not already following me at Hot to Best Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there as well as on the Best Stamp app to get early access to all of the picks. Also, follow the Hot Tips main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok to stay up to date on everything happening over there. As well as if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. Most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for this UFC card. Thanks for watching today's video. I will see you guys tomorrow.